Do you guys remember uh, Flowbots? Like, I can run my bike. Yeah. Like, they had a violinist in that band, and she was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about what a good violin- violinist is, so. Well, you know that if they don't screech, that they're good. What if they're so they good they mean to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know Flowbots at all, Tyrell? I, I can, can ride, ride my, my bikes with, with no That's it. Okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. That band that had that one song that, that one time that fucking one time, yeah. 12 years ago. Even longer than that. Well, I think I was in God, middle school dude, when that Flo-Bots song came out, so right? And it was like... But you know they sung that song, though. <laughs> no, yeah, so it was like ago. life-changing in the moment, and then later... Flowbots is one of those things where like, you hear it, and it was like just because it was like first. You're like, damn, this is like innovative as fuck. No, uh, no, no, shit, no, that was 2008. Still, it's 12 years ago. Well, I, was, I right. was like, later, Just I was like, man, Flowbots doesn't hit the same when you go back. No, it's all protest music, AF, pretty much. Man. It really, like, Fight With Tools, that whole album, which I do recommend. It's just protest. Yeah, Bye, you, Tyrell. I gotta get the food. Because we don't have any... <laughs> we got a big-ass pizza box right in front of us. We sure do, Chris. Whatever. What you doing over there, Lex? Yeah. I am Miss texting Hall. all the people that I've been ignoring because I haven't looked at my phone this entire time. Yep, that'll happen. Even I looked at your phone earlier to look at the, the contract. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Keeping on it. Does anybody have an iPhone charger? Hell no. We're a strictly Android uh, thing here. Well, fuck me then. Jesus. Mm-hmm. My guilty pleasure. Genie in a bottle. But this is the DJ Cummerbund remix with Alice in Chains. Oh, man. I liked it. Like, this was my first live reaction. Like, we're recording, right? Yeah. All we right. are recording right now? Yeah. Okay. Damn it. Ugh, okay. I actually like this one so far, though. <laughs> what was the one that you sent me that I absolutely hate? Dude, this shit is so good. DJ like, Cumberbund. I know, like, you... Wait, can we be- stop recording? Our hotel was in Newark, in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. But uh, we would go to the city during the day and... I saw, we saw the Broadway performance of Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I went and saw Wicked at, on Broadway. It was amazing. Like, there was a vote. Like, I've talked to Chris about this. Like, me and my friends, we wanted to see the Spider-Man one. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the dude actually swings throughout the, like, the audience and stuff. Which, you know, I almost said it attributed to me being, like, 18. But also, like, I would watch that now. I don't no, I know. Time That's is not a factor cool. in this decision. You would have made. someone, like, either got, like, Paralyzed or killed during that performance not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm buying tickets in there right now. Hell yeah. uh, but we went and saw Phantom of the Opera, mm-hmm. and uh, my girlfriend and I at the time, we went all out because you're supposed to bring a nice outfit for yep that mm-hmm. you know whatever. whatever. So I just really nice. She had a gown on, and then we bought the uh, those little spectacles that monocles mm-hmm. or whatever mo- things. the things that go over your eyes. Mm-hmm. Even though we were pretty close enough that we didn't need them. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's part and of the. That's part it's of like the thing. yeah. It's like if you're gonna go to Broadway. You're gonna go to Broadway. I'm gonna buy one of those fucking things regardless of whether I'm and, backstage uh, or not. So we watched it. I was like, oh my god, this is fucking cool. Like I saw the movie once beforehand. I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. Hedra Butler. <laughs> what movie? Uh, Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. opera uh, film. It's with a Gerard Butler, the girl it. that plays um, Fiona in uh, Shameless. Emmy Rossum. Yeah. Yes. I grew up listening to Phantom of the Opera. 
And I actually, when I was in New York, I was studying to you be an opera singer. You don't need to whisper singer. into the mic. No. But uh, anyways, yeah. I was studying happened. to be an opera singer. Is that better? It is. Yeah. But anyways, so. that happened. And then I was like, oh my God, this is fucking cool. So I got super into Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. And I was YouTubing all these things. And that's when I found the Lindsay Sterling. Hmm. Na, 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 na. Oh, I thought that's. I thought he was gonna be like, yeah, I got yeah. the Phantom of the Opera. Now I hang out backstage without anyone knowing. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> they before, don't know I'm the real Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> before I joined my first band, um, I was dead set on becoming a stage actor. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna do. Oh, cool. And then I joined a band and dropped out of school. So. That's always you know, <laughs> turned his life around. We in all the right get there way. somehow. <laughs> I in high school I was Lucy in the Chronicles of Narnia. So I, I was puss and puss and boots. Wow. You said you were puss and puss and boots. I was puss and puss and boots. I was the narrator of our town, and uh, I played in those. Uh, was it those damn Yankees? I was an extra in that. I don't know any of these mm-hmm. things. You're I was like the only musical I was in though. I was Ichabod Crane because I didn't think I could sing. Oh, that's legit. Yeah. Ichabod. No, he wasn't. Not if you went to Triton. <laughs> <laughs> that'd have been dope though, to play Ichabod. <clears throat> I was also one of the jurors and twelve angry jurors. I did. We uh, pretty sure I was the racist one. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Pen threw on Beauty and the Beast, and I was in the pit for that one. And nice. But the thing is, it, it wasn't just like oh, an off production of it. We actually had the materials from Broadway. We weren't even allowed to write in the sheet music. We had to make copies, and the costumes were the original costumes. So everything, it was the exact score that you hear in the movie and everything. So that intro and all that, being able to play that on the violin was euphoric. You, If you ever listen to Alan Menken, he's the one who does all of the Disney soundtrack scores for the 90s music, like mm-hmm. movies and stuff. That's his writing, and it was amazing. Okay, but he, he's no Danny Elfman, though. <laughs> Danny Elfman, John Williams. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. John Williams is my guy, so I can't fight that one. But Night Before Do- Christmas, dog. How many? Night okay, Christmas. You know, it's Star more- Wars, no, no, no. dog. <laughs> Star Wars, dog. Superman. Literally, John Williams does the writing for a lot of those. We'll give Danny Elfman the um, the Batman theme. The mm-hmm. 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 I, I mainly just I'm just balls deep in Nightmare for Christmas, and I. Don't think there's anything wrong with that movie from start to finish. Everything and that is song from Wanted, the, have you heard the news? It's so remember. good that Danny Elfman did that one. He's actually done a lot more than just the stuff that you would hear from, like, uh, who does the, who did the directing for Nightmare Before Christmas? Tim, Tim Burton. Tim, he's, Tim Burton always goes to Danny Elfman yes. to write his stuff, yes, but... He, he also did, like, the Simpsons theme and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. like, he does a lot of stuff and outside of... he actually of does just, the singing voice for Jack Skellington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does, which is really cool. Yep. If you've seen it live, it's really cool. Is it Danny Elfman that's doing it live? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, then I'll go see it, but... I'm but I'm saying, like, you definitely know who Alan Menken is, and you would love Alan Menken, because he's literally written almost every Disney animated classic. Hercules? Hercules. Okay, yeah, but what about Tarzan? He did Tarzan, no, he too. Did Phil Collins, Phil, baby. Phil Collins did the Phil Collins bit, but yeah. who do you think wrote the instrumental stuff? Phil I like Collins. to think it was all Phil Collins. <laughs> he did everything. He even I'm played on every Chris instrument. Yes, he did. That's why it took so long. I he waved the baton while he was playing. Every music that you've ever heard was from <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> yes. Something's familiar like the strangest mm. line. I regularly listen to that score. 
Didn't deserve no. that, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. Phil Collins has seeped his way into my daily mixes of uh, Phil Spotify. Collins. Well, and I hate, a lot I hate of you using up the word seeped after following Phil Collins. Phil Collins What's woke wrong? up one day and was like, I'm a bald, but I will be better than all these other hair fucking metal bastards no matter what it takes. Mm-hmm. He went down in history that's as right. the most gorgeous bald man there is. Yeah, he wasn't a great dad, though. But that's Ooh. okay. Neither hey, was Goku. Neither was you know John <laughs> fucking Lennon. So that's yeah, true. Yeah, dude. I kind of want to go to hell just so I can kill John Lennon again. <laughs> yeah. Hot takes here on the Platoon Junkies podcast. <laughs> I need my inhaler. That coronavirus has got me deep, my guy. <laughs> I'm going to lose it if you have corona. Yeah, dude. I, I'm hoping to lose it if I have corona. I ain't going to pay we, no more bills. Corona, we have to like bar that door down. We have to stay in here. I do not want to stay in here with you guys. I don't yeah. want to either, Lex. I only have, <laughs> have enough. We do not have enough mango, Rita. No, I don't have enough deodorant for everybody here. We don't have here. enough pizza <laughs> We can eat the cardboard, though. That's kind I of do have, like, my Adderall, so for a while. Oh, we're we, good. Yeah, we won't, have, we won't be hungry for a hot minute. Yeah, we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Welcome to the Two Nuggies Podcast. My name is Nick. <laughs> my name is Chris. I'm Tyrell. And I'm Lex. Yeah, Lex is here. Lex is here. <laughs> I was going to introduce her, but Lex is here. Uh, she's the PR manager, and uh, we are actually quarantined because of the virus right now. And uh, as you, you didn't heard know. from our new hip intro, that's it's mm. just co- it's uh, for the time being. <laughs> Hopefully, With Hopefully today, it gets worse, and I'll just start adding more like zombie noises <laughs> into it. Mm-hmm. With today being March twenty first, twenty twenty, Lex. Hi. Thank you for being here today. Uh, first time, mm-hmm. long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> first time caller. <laughs> it is my pleasure. I'm sorry that I didn't let you introduce me. Do we want to no, start no, it's over? Okay. No, 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 no. There's one thing Fuck we do that. here a lot is take twos. Mm-hmm. So Lex, the first question we like to ask our guests here mm-hmm. on the Teen Junkies podcast is, uh, <laughs> is horseradish made out of radishes? <laughs> <laughs> More horses. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the thing you couldn't keep it together to say? <laughs> you said way more absurd things. And the horseradish joke was what you, could, you couldn't hold in? <laughs> oh, horses. Oh, man. Oh, my God damn it. Uh, oh, my uh, God damn it. That's, mm. I'm tearing up. I got it. I got the virus. <laughs> <laughs> I got it bad, you That's guys. part of the symptomology is insanity? Ooh, I fucking hope so, dog. Can we shoot up coronavirus? Who's got Hope it? not. I'm going to go with no. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I don't do think it's readily this. available on the market yet. Hard no. $80 a gram. Get it from he, from me. So do do you want me to answer this question? <laughs> I would love to hear what you have to say about <laughs> my question, obviously. Is horseradish made of horses or <laughs> radish? It doesn't even sound good when a smart person asks it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> to me, it still sounds stupid. <laughs> to me, it sounds like it would imply... That it's made from horses. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. Horse it's radish. radish made out of horses. Horse. Horses. <laughs> I almost just said horse. Horse radishes. Horse. Why did you radish. give horses two syllables? Horse. Well, because I was only gonna say horse. So it's <laughs> it's radishes horse? made out of horse, but it's horses. This mm-hmm. is fun. We're having fun already. Mm-hmm. Is horse? Horses is the plural of horse. Horses. It's the plural. Is it? Hey, look at that flock of horse. That doesn't sound right, Tyrell. <laughs> it's not a flock of horse, anyways. Look at those horse galloping away. I think when you say a flock chickens. of horse, you kind of confuse it with like 
you know, people who have a different kind of job, if that makes sense. Sex workers. We are cool with sex workers on the Toon Junkies podcast. Yeah, but I've never are. seen a flock of people who have a different kind of job. You know, I did once see... Flock of horse? Is that Flock of flames. Is that, flock of say, is that, the, is that what you say? Yeah. I th- well, I think that's what... Whores? Is the plural, but is it a flock of whores? I think they normally are we use about people. Or yeah. are we still going to. I don't know a if a flock that's, of prostitutes. What were we talking about earlier? <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I think they normally say brothel, a herd, yeah. or it's a group oh, of brothel. people. Yeah, brothel it's makes me a, think of soup, and I don't brothel. like that either. Why is brothel? Because <laughs> I love broth. soup. If Chris knows, I do love my soup. <laughs> he, I do he love does. my soup. No, I, I, I like think soup you would and just, prostitutes on a Saturday. Yeah, I think you would just say, "Oh, wow, look at that's that called big an group orgy. of people." That brothel of mm-hmm. prostitutes. I don't. The brothel is a place. Oh. It's not a. It's not like a murder of crows. Now, brothel right, is a building here. that you go someone's into here. and someone's give somebody here. money for stuff. Life at home. Cool stuff. You love your switchblade. What the stuff. fuck is Neat the point stuff. then? I stopped bringing up places because <laughs> like, I got called out for right there. Mm-hmm. So, I, again, to go back to your original <laughs> question, can I say no comment? Yeah. Pleading the fifth, mm. as we wish more guests would do. Because my brain, like, like trying to break it down logically, cannot I don't want to break do your legs. So. You know. no, cannot do so. Some questions will only do more damage... Uh, We'll only do more damage if you try and make sense Like of it. the Kool-Aid thing for you. Like the Kool-Aid thing. That shit fucked me up for a good week. Is a Kool-Aid man the liquid or the pitcher? I'm going to go with the pitcher. That's See? what I said. See, I, that the shit, juice is his blood. Yeah, that shit. I just never. I thought the pitcher and the juice was all one thing. I didn't know he could like <laughs> he fancy like the, out. He didn't separate. He the juice is like, just the brain matter. But the thing, no. But <laughs> I feel fucked. like if you think of it that way, like the way that you just said it, there's an expiration date on everything. He has to get a new batch of liquid. You know, oh, I don't. As a human, don't need to get new. I, well, we we, we constantly well, uh, yeah, you know, because the Kool Aid Man is one of the and yeah. tissues and everything. Humans. <laughs> yes, uh, obviously. The Kool- does the Kool Aid Man? Yeah, does he have like a circulatory system? system? But see, we're Sir. also putting a lot of like real world like explanations onto a fictional being. True, true, true. But you asked a, oh, yeah. ask a legitimate what question. You asked a legitimate question. He's emptied out. Does he see, die? That's what I'm saying. That's why I thought they had to be one. I didn't know you could well, just get the picture. He splashes. You see it. Yeah. He well, splashes out. And a lot of people do robots, that when they talk. <laughs> they have to get well changed. Yeah. 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 bleed a little. Yeah. But That's actually not the first question, though, Lex. That is not the first question. The first I'm question ready that for we all these other questions ask is... Did oh. you talk and discuss about this beforehand? Oh, you, what do you think? This isn't the. Do you think this is the first time we've ever done this? We've been doing no, it no, no. I'm talking about series on the Kool Aid. No, I'm talking about like oh, when Lex gets here, we have to make sure we ask her these questions. Oh no, before just, Nick no, just I asked fucking bullshit. makes up something <laughs> stupid every single time. Oh, okay, I'm here for it. <laughs> and then people answer it. Yeah, they do. They try. <laughs> they do. People they try. actually try mm-hmm. to answer some of these questions. It's all right. That's when it's the most fun. Anyways, the real first question we actually like to ask here on the Toon Junkies podcast is, what was the first concert you ever attended? And it could either be a big show or a local show. For today. For today was actually my first show. That's dope AF. Okay, so I grew up. Probably the best answer I've heard (laughs) since we started the show. And that was when they were like really, really like, they hadn't hit, obviously, their fandom Mm -hmm. or their popularity now. And that was... 
I'm 13, 15, 16 years ago. 2004? Yes. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm trying to think where I was in my life at the time. But it was, um, yeah, my first show. I grew up in a very, very religious household. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even allowed to listen to the radio because Christian radio was gross. I prefer Christian Shiraz. But also, mm. as our friend uh, Derek likes to say about the radio. The radio is bullshit. That it is. I mean, but that just shows you how little exposure I had mm-hmm. to music in general, unless it was, you know, composers and whatnot. So I snuck out with my friends and told my mom I was going somewhere that I wasn't supposed to go to. We're going to church, mom. And it was crazy. I went and for today played Inhale, Exhale, um, some band from Ohio, oh, uh, Kenosha played all three of those guys played and i still remember them to this day because i loved it but it's crazy since i was such a ridiculously religious person i was literally thinking that everybody was demonic and you know possessed because that was my first metal show and I was like, like, oh, I don't belong here. This is like no, the, that's exactly shit, how I this felt. This is like the peak of Christ core too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like this absolutely. is like Christ metal's heyday. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I have to, I have to pray, I have to pray. But then like I lost <laughs> that really, really quick. Like initially mm-hmm. when I got there, I was really freaked out seeing a metal scene for the first time. I sorry, I didn't mean I was laughing at that because it's 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 funny to me. It's funny for me trying to picture you being like seeing something like loud music and then you your immediate reaction is I have to pray on this because mm-hmm. that's just not who no, you are. No, I'm now. a very <laughs> firm atheist. <laughs> yeah, very, so very firm. Dude, my my first step into atheism was from a statement from a at the time he was he is now in 2020 a firm atheist as well mm-hmm. but at the time he was the most christian person i knew and this is like homegrown fundamental baptist parents didn't listen let him listen to creed they were so religious Damn. oh my parents would never let me even and look at the name well, creed. my parents didn't let me listen to creed because they cared about me first so. of all how dare you blasphemize my lord yeah. scott Stapp. and my first step towards Cut. atheism was in a conversation about whether or not we should be a like Christian metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he was the only person who was like avidly Christian at the time. Mm-hmm. And his he stopped the whole conversation. Six people in this band. He stopped the whole conversation. He's like, we'll never be a Christian band. And I said, well, why? Of all people, right? You should be the Christian like voice here. And he's mm-hmm. like, I don't play music for God. Like, I do it for I me. play music is. for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I get on stage, I'm doing that for me, and it mm-hmm. would be a lie mm-hmm. to say I'm doing it for Christ. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know what it was about that statement, but that held with me and just degraded That's some at, real integrity right yeah, there. Yeah, no cognitive turned, dissonance at all. Yeah, and it turned me into, I just like, I eventually I just realized that, yeah, that's... God ain't for me, yo. Yeah, yeah. it's like I, I do mean, all these things for me. After seeing four today, I kept going to metal shows and stuff, and I quickly dropped out of being super religious. But also so. here at the Tune Junkies podcast, we don't care what you believe. You can believe oh, whatever you sure. want. Hell yeah. Oh, sleeper, you guys are my fucking dudes. I <laughs> love you. You're like my top two favorite bands. And even though some of your concept albums talk about just 
gutting the heathens, <laughs> I will be one of those heathens. I'm fine with that. Impending doom, if you're listening, come on the show. Ariana Grande, God is a woman. God is a woman. God, who looks exactly like Alanis Morissette. I'm here it just, for it. It kind of got beaten out of me, though. When yeah. you are, when your parents are so strict about everything that you do, everywhere that you go, it makes you lose. But the thing is, I have no problem with people who have faith, especially yeah. when they're scared or they need something to fall back on, mm-hmm. just something to give them some sort of structure and comfort. By all means, be yeah. religious. I just absolutely despise the people who take their religion and try to use it as a reason to do dumb stuff to other people who don't yeah. believe in that religion, religion. Religion weaponized and or used as a uh, source of control or power. Tactic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, is... Uh, is no a no go. I'm also a firm believer in people who are religious to do their research, and when people don't do their research and they basically do handed down concepts mm-hmm. or believe in handed down concepts from their parents and whatnot, and then they want to preach about their beliefs, it's like they're not even yours. It's like okay, I understand that you know this is something that you believe in and you have the social environment that supports this belief, mm-hmm. but the things that you're saying are actually inaccurate in your faith anyway and I only know that because you know I've read the Bible all the right. way through it's been you know something that was a hard part like hard press on me so that's always something I'm never shy to do is question your belief I'm not saying you're wrong mm-hmm. but I want to know why do you believe it yeah but the thing is like if even if I have strong a strong belief system mm-hmm. I love having the conversation if yeah. you can like you believe something cool tell me why you believe in that and you know maybe you might affect me and influence me in a way to like I kind of agree with that like with Buddhism mm-hmm. that's how it was with Buddhism you know and Jesus do you want to join our team I'm like I'm just so like thrilled about hearing you talk you're like really fun to listen to oh. <laughs> thank you <laughs> Nick is a sub and he <laughs> thank you. Never mind. Never mind. You Considering this, <laughs> if, if one person's okay you with me being head. here you know yeah, being a like podcast being me. No, and that's why our church here at Toon Junkies podcast is music. Mm-hmm. Music transcends all religion and is involved in every religion. The Church mm-hmm. of Pit Six. Except for the churches that suck. Yeah. Do not believe that music is one of the highest forms of art. Pit so. Six prophecy. Yeah. 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 Music transcends. Music, drugs, and Satan. That's me right here. Just cool. kidding. Satan's not real. And lasagna. But he does make people uncomfortable High and it's five. fun to fuck with him. I like saying that when Wait, people don't hit. We got to We're in forever. quarantine. Oh shoot. Wakanda. I'm just going to Wakanda gonna forever. Do this. I mean it doesn't we're if, if it were infected already, who gives a shit? High five. Yeah, we high five. I did wash my hands like four times already, so. Yeah, the orgy kind of broke that up real quick. Uh, well, we were supposed God to talk damn about it. that. <laughs> Lex was here as a director. She was just telling us yeah, she what just to do. watched. Mm-hmm. I am the PR manager. manager. Tyrell, Tyrell, you need more lighting, huh? Yo, Chris. I got to get that angle. Chris, you have both pinkies free? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. You're wasting okay. footage. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. Did you say finger it out? Finger it out. Oh my God. Twas but a cough, by the way. Twas but a cough. But. 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 <laughs> my butt. Two T's. But no, we're... Uh, <laughs> Did we already mention that we're kind of here because of the quarantine? Oh, we yes. We didn't yeah. even introduce the episode as the quarantine Man, episode. I think I mentioned it. They'll get you it. did not. They'll I don't remember it. that. I think I did. Oh, There's... we did because I mentioned the new intro. The yeah, yeah. Intro, but so, uh, we're we all tune junkies here today. No yeah. guests. No guests. Because we don't need them sick no, fucks we, uh, in this Lex room with us. Guests, though. True. Lex is one of us. She's so. never been on the show right, before. Right, but... Yeah, but she's still... Technically speaking, this is an introduction to the listener as of who and how. True. Hey, Bubble... 
butthole Major's. assault was supposed to be here, but they canceled. <laughs> they canceled because there's a fucking virus out in the air right now. Yes, Bopal Assault canceled their interview that Bopal? was scheduled know, because man. they're... I, was, I had all sick. kinds of questions for him today. Dude, I, oh, I screenshotted something about it earlier. It was like some kind of war. War? Yeah, I think, or a battle. What least. is it good for? Absolutely, Absolutely. nothing. That's no. right. Just kidding. Good good <laughs> I mean, it's good control. for, you know, mass corporations and people who... <laughs> Oh yeah, it's a great business from it. For sure. But not the Everything little people. Everything that I say, there's no future for me. Gotta die, gotta die, gotta, gotta die, die for, for your government. government. Die for your country, that That's shit. Interesting that you we say just die for your government. We anti-flag songs. Which is funny, die what? for your government, Mr. I joined the army. You have two I know. in here. It's just he was the one that quoting the song. Yeah. Insurance is a hell of a fucking thing. <laughs> I know, isn't it funny how it's like, oh, hey. Really quick though. The Bhopal disaster, also referred to as the Bhopal gas tragedy, was a gas leak incident on the night of between the 2nd and the 3rd of December 1984 at the Union Carbide India Limited Pesticle Plant, Bhopal, Madhya Pradesh, India. It is considered to be the world's, world's worst industrial disaster. Took too long. Didn't so does that mean like there was an explosion? Yep. Can I look at this? I like yeah, seeing on, big it's on, explosions. Uh, it's on the Wikipedia. So it was an industrial disaster in India. Bhopal disaster. Like there's a monument that says Bhopal disaster 1984 to question mark. The suffering continues, so does the struggle. Wow. Damn it, I want to see We could have talked about this, Corey, if you were here, but you know, you fucked up. I don't think there's going to be any. It definitely hit me since we were talking about like the whole army thing mm-hmm. a second ago when I was deployed and saw stuff. It's like... Oh, I'm a 19-year-old in a combat zone. I didn't realize that this was a good idea. You know? Yeah. Well, government doesn't care about you. No, you're they just don't. a body. Mm-hmm. Go no, they, the government doesn't care if you're not a bagel. No. So, don't. hey, can you shoot a gun? Sweet. Mm-hmm. Here we'll tell you. Big, here's your here's your college degree, but go die. Mm-hmm. But then they leave you all broken and stuff. And yeah. Drugs huh. on you. I have a felony. <laughs> 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 Joke's on you. I have a felony. God damn it. But no, this uh things are getting kinda serious. When 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 is normally uh, don't ask this. When does this episode come out? Oh man, I things got pretty serious. Twenty right now. Um, Maybe so you got really like low energy. I'm not feeling anything coming off of you right now. You like well, you used up all his mana earlier talking about sex. <laughs> damn it. <And> race. <laughs> Do yeah. I need a pump no, full of drugs up. right now? Yes. Straight up. All we hear is Tyrell go, the Romans, and we walk out. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I walked in, I, I, yeah, I came in here and I went back and I was like, dude, they're still talking about. And we weren't and even like, no. finished. We weren't even like, we were just getting, we were, we were getting that through the fucking prologue, man. That was just a tiny man. percentage. And I just yeah. wanted to keep going. I was like, but damn, I have to tinkle? Like, I yeah. can't hold tinkle. this in. Yeah. Damn. But now I'm like missing this energy now. Like, <laughs> I kind of need this for a we've, second. We've used up all his mana. He's oh, not normally dude. here this long. Yeah. This is the longest I've been involved. Are you yeah. getting tired now? Like, do you need getting sleepy. to take getting a nap? Tired. Tired. Are there any more mango burritos left in that fucking box? Those little fucking baby cans. But they have 8% alcohol in them. No, they're dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Dude, sure. oh, please go for it. Is there more in there? Nick, hand yeah. me one. Well, you're you fucking right there. Yeah. I have one right here. Don't just sit there. Grab one. I Jesus. got them for everybody. I'm take them. I'm trying to be your friend. <laughs> you're taking a really long time. You're taking a long time to be my friend, Nick. I need to be a faster friend. <laughs> you should be a faster friend. Friend. More efficient <laughs> friend, goddammit. 
Chris. That one fucking hilarious. How many? Are, how many are left? I don't think too many. Too many. <laughs> these fucking one. Oh, just just take it out of the box. Palm you don't have to these reach for it. Dude. Chris started this one. He sipped it once. Is anybody? Drink it. Oh, he Chris <laughs> it. Chris drank it. They're, there we go. Mangarita. Just so you know, 95% of Islanders love mango. And I'm generalizing wins. heavily. Oh, yeah. I was I, all <laughs> Islanders <laughs> like mango. All of them. Every single okay, one. Okay. <laughs> if you don't, you're not an Islander. Let me tell you something. Facts. When Lex says it, it sounds fun. When you said it, Tyrell, for some reason, it sounded racist. <laughs> well, Le- when Lex it, said it, privilege. Lex is representing the island people. I am Pina. I am Filipina. She makes oh, peanuts so. flying. <laughs> I am a fucking Hoosier. I'm landlocked. America. I'm also, a, it. I'm also a white male with a mullet. You so are everything what? I say just mm-hmm. comes out racist. Yeah, when <laughs> Russia thinks of like the well, the American white, devil, work on white, that mm-hmm. white privilege dripping. Off when of Russia me. thinks of the American devil, they see you. you know, sure. They see you for <laughs> sure, dude. Drinking a mango Rita <laughs> in a fucking bomber jacket. And it's not, it's not even the tall one. It's the really, really tiny, like, how many ounces is this? It's like, oh yeah, dude. Fucking eight. Eight, eight ounces. ounces what? with 8% alcohol. Yeah, That's dude. like what a alt writers wish. Like the American, like the American man looks like. Alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like in their head is like this big buff, like army man military dude clean cut with a beard no it's fucking me mm-hmm. with my mullet my bomber coat my little margarita and my you skinny look like Andre jeans. the Giant holding your, a regular can of with pop. tennis shoes not yeah. even like with with, with like vans or something my adidas <laughs> my motherfucking adidas son okay run dmc that's right so the uh, almost said the reason we're here. We, there's n- really no reason no. that we're here. No, we've been, been here. Coronavirus is why we've we're been here. here for. We've been here since at least four thirty. We've, we've been, been here, here for four, and four hours. hours. We've been in this room talking, and we have pizza and drinks, and we Come. all have coronavirus. And we just started recording the episode like what ten minutes ago? Dope. Twenty nine minutes actually. Well, no, you started it and then you stopped it. We mm-hmm. haven't done shit. Are we having fun though? <laughs> So okay, I was having fun last. This fun. <laughs> having fun. I was having fun when the acid was still strong in my brain, but now it's all gone away, and I'm like, why did I even come out today? Why am why? I here? I could have stayed home and mm-hmm. played with my kids. Oh, well, you know, you know what is fun? I've been playing Modern uh, Warzone though. That game is. What's fun, dope. Nick? <laughs> this band from New York that I really like. <laughs> oh, he's been dying just to put Segway. this out there. Oh, yes. Oh no! You know what? This band is called Cabin in the Woods, and. I think they're really fucking great. Wait, are we playing another one of their songs? Let's play Cut Me Open right now. Cool.
Yeah, and that was Cut Me Open by Captain in the Woods. What did you guys think? I fucking love that sound. What did, Tyrell, what did you say? Two, oh yeah, I said 03 called back or? one. They want their music back. Yeah, and I'm I'm they No, I'm here for it though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, I want to go back to 03 cuz yeah. I really like that sound. I just not because I'm fucking old, don't say it. You're old. It's, Dog, we're like the same age. Yeah, you're like what? Two, no, three but as soon as I say it, the, the comeback you? is going to be because I'm a fucking <laughs> yeah, old piece of shit yeah. is what they're going to say. Okay, but boomer. I just like there was a lot of of like 02 to like 08, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like so many bands that like became like cult classics. Mm-hmm. Like so the much emo, like wears I, the emo, yeah. like mm-hmm. emo craze and metalcore coming into its own and crabcore eventually becoming a thing. But like all these genres, pop punk and post punk and all these bands, all of them, even the most famous of famous ones, it just so much more emotion, so much more lyrical mm-hmm. emphasis mm-hmm. on their music. So good. So good. So we good. don't, we just, don't have as many there's still bands that mm-hmm. do it we just actually not, yeah we just had a huge abundance that was those were the years when really good band t-shirts were yeah, a thing dude you remember you, oh the hot topic style yeah. like the crazy colors you and look up which what we tried to do and you would most likely find one that was just like genius mm-hmm. good shit and like you get a i feel like you have to search through a lot there's a lot more i think there's a lot more music now I think that you have to search a lot harder for music that like harder. really hits a emotional chord. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of sifting you have to do. Which I don't think all those bands are bad. The ones that don't like hit a truly emotional chord, I don't think they're bad. I'm not saying that that's bad music. Um, but I feel like there's an overabundance right now of uh, just like surface level good music mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, I want to party to this. Yeah, I, w- I love this beat. Yeah, this mm-hmm. makes me fucking want to rage or whatever but very few bands that truly like make you want to weep yeah yeah and like i think cracking i love yeah dude i think we build up some artists now like Mm -hmm. because we want them to be that so like yeah this this song just and you're like like if you listen to it and you're like it doesn't really pull you in like as much no dude but uh luckily we were lucky enough to get the full um ep from cabin in the woods and mm-hmm. i'm really happy with what we got to hear i also feel kind of blessed because erica marino hashtag blessed is really cool mm-hmm. and um Thank you, erica. Just really glad that we we're able to hear it i've been listening to them since they, they messaged me like a couple months ago more than that Come on the show, but don't be infected and wait until we love to wait for you and get your medical papers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Please provide documentation that you're not sick. Yes, we would greatly appreciate that. (laughs) Partially dead. Yeah, we appreciate that if you weren't. But no, speaking of music that strikes an emotional chord, my man Vil Vallow back there just dropped a new EP. Fucking Friday. Nah. Yeah, he did, boy. Is that him? Yup. Yup. Bill Vallow. The band Him is dead, but Bill Vallow is still him out there. Is dead. It's like I a, have killed him. It's like Hardogram, but I think God. it's just under his no, name, Bill Vallow. But I don't care. Um, way, the name but. of it escapes me right now because it's like super goth and not in my normal. Uh, Vernacular. So. Did he claim real quick? Well, did he uh, claim a new genre Gothica, like he did the first time? Gothica Fenica Volume One is the EP name. Real quick that though, while Chris is like, like looking him. at his stuff, Chris looks cool as hell today. He's got this long sleeve Zaf shirt 
What's oh, the, shout what's, out to the boys in Zaf. Shout out to the boys in Zaf. What's the pair with a cool pair of pants and some boots? These are and to top it all off, he's wearing a Louisiana Lot Lizards beanie, and he just Whistle? looks fresh as fuck today. I, I mm-hmm. told you that earlier, and don't say I don't say things nice about you. That's. He's got a big dick, too. (laughs) Don't lie to them. Got a fat cock. Don't lie to them. them. He appreciates what you appreciate. I look at that UFO poster. I want to believe. (laughs) No, it's the big attitude and the charm that would make you think, like, oh, I bet he's he's really confident because he's got a big dick. I'm pretty sure Triple H has a little pee. It's all to make make up for things. But no, it's, uh, yeah, shout out to the boys in Louisiana Lot Lizards for their Mm -hmm. dope, sweet beanies that I'm. Nobody has beanies, and I'm super. I'm glad they're nice beanies too. Yes, or they have beanies beanies. that don't fit our head or hair. Mm Because for those who don't know, Chris and I have very large heads. And you guys are so fucking smart. Hey, thank you. I was just gonna make that joke. So fat noggins. Anyway, and (laughs) lots, lots of hair. Lots of hair. And we've tried looking at beanies that have been sold. For merch and they do not fit us yeah it's really is, sad yeah. it's very very sad but yeah also you can't see this but they're not gonna know that i'm lying but i did wear it to the show today my sweet super exclusive mm-hmm. cu space cowboy sweatshirt oh that is so sharp final fantasy logo. That, you know our yeah. friend of the show size sexton yes i thank you your size okay that's it your size yeah, Scythe. Yeah, and, uh, super. Thank you for getting Chris that hoodie because that is so badass. And just so you know, Scythe, he spelled shit on it. What? No, I didn't. <gasps> yes, no, I did. got it on my pants. That's why I took oh. it off is because I'm tempting you fate. you freaked out. Yeah. And Chris took it off had an accident. Yeah. <laughs> he, spelled the, he spilled the mangorita on it. a goddamn it. mangorita. Mm-hmm. He goes, I didn't Nick. spill it on the... Do you have napkins? And for the first time in my life, I was responsible. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's why I don't wear white clothes. Because whenever I wear white clothes, something happens where I stain it. So that's why I wear all gray and black always. And that's why I was mad that his picture with Kenny didn't fucking take because that was my one photo evidence of proof that I wore it. Really? This is not the first time this has happened because I took a picture of uh, Bardock and Brainwash out on the front lawn. And uh, I guess it didn't save. And I avoided Matt Simmons for a minute. He's like, hey, where's that picture? And I was like, that's going to come. <laughs> and, still downloading. Talk, and, then, and then all I said basically one time on the Instagram post, like, yeah, about that. And he never replied, so I think they knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about that. Horrible. Yeah, sometimes it's easier, easier to double check. But yeah. Uh, Thank you, Nick, for the kind words on my uh, attire that no one else is going to see but the people that are in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, speaking of attire, Lex is wearing the one and only Toon Junkies sweater that, that was ever I made. Am, that I am. I was actually a little worried, and I talked to you about this on the phone on the way here, that you guys were going to make fun of me because I'm wearing the podcast sweater, but in my defense... This is the shirt that I have been wearing during this entire quarantine. <laughs> oh, great! So uh, you def if in if we weren't sick before, we're definitely sick <laughs> now. Oh, for sure, it's very very. Stinky. No, it is great. perfectly. Um, <laughs> it is perfectly perfectly acceptable to wear your own brand, just not if you are 
a performer performing. Mm-hmm. So you That's can't just you can't so you advertise can wear, your shit on stage. Yeah, you can wear like I can wear Nautilus shirts in my day to day life. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Rep your brand all day every day. But if I get on stage with a Nautilus shirt on, that's some fucking next level ego. That's some Kanye that shit. Bullshit. Right there, Being a dude. Yeah. That's some Kanye. I look like shit. an asshole. So just don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably like some stigma shit. Like, do you whatever you want to mm-hmm. do? But like, just know that like ninety percent of everyone's gonna think you're a dick. No, see, that's why. <laughs> that's why I can't bring myself to wear. Because, like, I have a Toon Junkie shirt. I can't bring myself to wear it out in public. Because I'm like, ugh. People are going to see, like... Oh, dude. Uh, I wear the Toon Junkies. Even if they were to recognize me as being in Toon Junkies, they'd be like, look at this prick wearing his own shit. Like, what a I loser. wear the Toon Junkies sleeveless on stage just to piss my wife off. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good motive right there. Dude, yeah, it's always great. Out of spite, dog. I'm pretty sure that's how I beat meth, was just out of pure spite. Like... I can do this. Oh, dude, I can beat this. Spite against yourself. Just oh, yeah, dude, people. Spite like, will oh, take you, you Just use spite against yourself, against others, mm-hmm. against a wall. It doesn't matter. Spite will get you to where you need to go. Honestly, spite, I'm pretty sure, is the driving factor to almost every aspect of my life. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, this podcast. When, no, you, have, honestly, when you have like, nothing else, spite will get you that. Last I mean, it's step. a motive. It's a, just mm-hmm. you know, an encouragement, even if it does come from a negative. Yeah, no, you know? spite Whatever and pride. Whatever gets the job dude. done, baby. Hell yeah, Emotion. spite and pride, dude. Those are my two key elements. Yep. The only time I've ever succeeded ever is because someone was just like, nah, we already knew you weren't going to do it. I'm like, oh, yeah, really? You're gonna watch me. Fucking See? watch That's what, Fucking watch oh, me, Oh, you think son. I fucking can't? Watch me, dog. <laughs> and then watch right after, the I'll just like drop the ball again. I was like, no, fuck it. No, I got yeah. it. See, did you see that? Watch me fuck it up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did do it, but now I'm going to ruin it just because. So this means it. that if we ever have to dare you to do something, you will do something? Oh, yeah, I'm probably one of those people. Become an internet sensation. Oh, peer pressure is something I'm notoriously... I I am a people pleaser. I'm like a dog. I just want the acceptance, the love of everyone around remember me I tr- all the time. Remember that time I fucking kicked that? To do something. Oh yeah, when for it hits sure. Me, okay, <laughs> I'll make sure to get my phone and record it. Oh yeah. yeah. Remember that time I kicked that uh, Line and Kugels um, box <laughs> off a of old boy's head? <laughs> yeah. Peer pressure. That was dope. Though. Oh shit! At uh, Fall Brawl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We took like so many tries doing that. Yeah, because I was too afraid to kick him. I didn't want to actually want to hurt him. Even though I'm pretty sure I was the one that suggested, like, hey, you should let me kick oh, that dude, off Oh, dude, I head. was not afraid to hurt him. I fucking drop kicked him and Alexander. In no hindsight, problem. in hindsight, I would not have been upset if I had kicked him right in the face. But hey, in uh, the moment. That's good content. In the that's moment, all that I was like, you know, you're cool. I don't want to hurt you. Hurt, but, like, if he would have kicked you in the face, that would have been dope content. Mm. No, I was talking about Shawnee Seth. Boy. Seth. Oh, dude, even. Was it? Yeah, it was Seth. Yeah, that matters even less. That's why I'm saying in the moment, I didn't want to hurt him, but in hindsight, I'm like, nah, I'm In the moment, fine. I just had an idea. Why don't you grab one of those cards? Let's play a game. No. Ooh, that's actually one thing I wanted to do. Grab one of those cards. No. What if we went through all of our games that we'd never play? No. What grab a card no? first. No. He's, no. No. I don't want to do that. I'll, I'll start. Then you can fucking go. Go hang out with your fucking wife. <laughs> My wife. Hanging out with pl- your wife is like hanging out with your best friend, right, Tyrell? Yeah. No, yeah. For sure. We are for way sure. more fun than corn dog is. Corn uh, dog. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't yes, go that far. Just because we don't do that thing with our tongues you like doesn't mean we're not more fun. Like I said, Tyrell, I'm working on that, by the way. But <laughs> <laughs> I am watching YouTube tutorials. I think there's a little bit tutorials. more than just her tongue no, that inspires him. <laughs> I know. That's yeah, dude. I guess I'll joke. be the ringleader of this first game. I mean, she's way smarter than probably all of us, except for maybe 
Lex. But thank you, I appreciate that. I mean, <sighs> okay. Mm, I don't. She spent mm. all this time with you, so she can't be that smart. I guess we'll start with you because you're the one what? Who has that children. just means I'm really good at manipulating. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you did say you're like, oh, hook, line, and sinker. Oh, 15 yeah, years, I got her. You can be, you can, dude. The smartest people on earth still are human beings, dude. You just manipulate the right aspect of trauma, mm. and you win. Yeah. Okay, Tyra, I'm gonna start with you because, like, of uh, all of us, you're the only one that has children. Fuck. And this is from mixtape, and this, we're each gonna pick a song, but this says, uh. The song that plays as your firstborn leaves the nest to head off to college. What song do you hear? What song do you hear what when do you your hear? first child leaves the nest? To go to college. Thank you, Luke. A child He's that you oldest, have right? had in the household. I'll make a yeah. correction to that. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to go with my instinctual answer, and I'm going to go South Carolina. Come on and raise up. What? South Carolina, come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Spin around your head like a oh helicopter. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's oddly specific. Uh, <laughs> um, do you plan on your child going to South Carolina? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just like, they're really hyped, and I like that. So <laughs> it's not Okay. I mean, I guess it's better that than, like, super sad. They're, like, like, really about what's going on in that moment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. What about you, Lex? What's the song that's going to play when my firstborn goes to college? Leaves the house to go to college. Leaves the house to go to college. Well, leaves the nest. In this day and age, it wouldn't be when they go to college. It'd probably be when they're like 32. Yeah, like 24. (laughs) My parents are my best friends. I call them my roommates. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, you got to be quiet. Wait, do you ever bring bring girls back to your parents' house? That's a good question. I got to tell them beforehand, though. It has never been easy. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so awesome. But he still did it. Hey, man, if you still cash in after that speech, um, dude. (laughs) My dad would be like, hey, she was was cuter than one from a couple weeks ago. Wow. Thanks, dad. My mom was like, she seemed really sweet. Mom, you, you talk to her for a second. But I don't like that she didn't have bangs or something like that. <laughs> the I'll the be conversations sure know, you Mom. have with your roommates. Yes. My roommates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love them. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. So Surprise, Tyrell didn't say, uh, shake, 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 shake. I know. Shake. Some 303 song. or No, that's not 303. Metro Station. That's Metro Station. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, I wouldn't know if it was 303. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I never knew. Like, I assumed that, like, uh, Miley Cyrus's brother was, like, trying to look like somebody, but I didn't, like, know who until I watched uh, American Satan. Oh, and yeah. I saw, I had never, I've never listened to My Children, My Bride. So I didn't know what their lead vocalist looked like I until I watched name. that movie, and he is exactly what that dude was trying to look like. Mm-hmm. I almost said, uh, Ty Cheney, but isn't it like Ty Cyrus or something like that? Mm-hmm. It's Ty Cyrus. His last name is Cyrus. Cheney. <laughs> isn't the lead? He the, was birthed from the Billy Ray Cyrus mullet. Mm-hmm. The lead singer of Metro Station's yeah. brother is Mitchell Musso, who was on the Hannah Montana show. Really? No shit. I did Mitchell not... Musso, yeah. His really? brother. That's how they're all connected? Dude. What? No, but like he has one song that I was like in love with when I was younger and it's pretty catchy. It's not the greatest lyric wise, but it's pretty catchy. I should that, play it. That man is the like a 
like the epitome of like uh when you ever see a dude in your hometown who's like pudgy not great looking but acts like he is like fucking brad pitt and you're like how why are you what why that dude that dude is that he is in the incarnation of every mm. weird looking guy who's like i'm the shit god's gift to women yeah period <laughs> The he had Singer two Metro Station, best dude. friends that were women, and he rocked it for what five seasons. So I have yeah. never seen a but single the, episode. But the lead singer of Metro Station—that's what that guy looks like. That's his brother. Yeah. So his brother. So his brother is what he depicted on a Disney show. Is what mm-hmm. his brother is in real life. He like gets on stage and sings the most prov- like uncomfortably provocative songs, mm-hmm. and you're like, dude, you look like someone that like got dunked into a trash can in school, which I did not condone that. Cheese. Oh, yeah. Cheese. Yeah. Didn't we lock you in the dumpster one time? I got out. Cool, man. To people. <laughs> no, but no, one no, 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 no. I like that. Look he gives I want you to isolate that. He fucking <laughs> runs it like he was like the man. Which is really Jeez. funny because he did <laughs> put out like awesome. one album and yet Disney to back him, but he did not make it like... Miley Cyrus and you know well he needed the other he had, chick. I mean his brother had Ty Cyrus behind him who is like a sex symbol I feel like I should I play guess. this song like you guys should really hear it it's I'm pretty, down for that I who mean do you guys want to hear it by Mitchell Dis- Russo Disney a Disney uh actor whose brother was the lead singer of Metro Station well, I'm definitely gonna have to cut this part out because I don't want to just Disney. in case break away message them though he tried to message away. Disney be like hey guys can we play this song real quick <laughs> You know the emo kids that like were too fat that should not have been wearing skinny jeans and tight shirts, but did. That's what the lead singer Metro Station is, like really like tight leather Yo, jacket, I love really tight shirt, <laughs> and his belly's almost showing, and then like really tight girl pants. But he's like a good two twenty. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the lead singer asking Alexandria yeah, now? Least, well, <laughs> like uh, fifteen yeah. seconds of that though. Wait, the new one, Probably. the fucking butt rock one, or the original? I thought that was the same dude. I thought no. the original and the dude who is now are the same guy. It's thought, just no. He's the guy that's now is in Ask Alexandria. I think that's the OG. He's just not doing cocaine anymore, and that's why oh, he's all fat. Shit, he got fat and, and started singing. Probably rock. pissed. Dude, yeah, and he did a fucking like country album or some shit. Oh my god! So why? are we not playing this song anymore? Sorry. No, that's, no, no. That's, we, that's, we, we, it. we got uh, after we hit the first bridge. We got the whole song. Yeah. There's that. just one lyric. <laughs> there's like there's like run in there. Yeah. There's something and like growing up listening, it's just like obviously like it's not the greatest song, but like I just it's catchy. Well we can only play so much <laughs> right. before we get in trouble. Or Disney sues the fuck out of us. Can we? Can we? But I mean it was a oh, it was on the radio, uh, so I feel like it's up. I never just, stopped. Oh, haha. Why the uh, ooh. <laughs> So no. Lex, what song would you play as your baby bird uh, leaves? Damn. <laughs> Okay, well, I wasn't gonna one? say one. Absolutely not. Do you know the song is called "Hey"? Like, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> that's literally hey. verbatim what it's called. It's called people, hey. so, so people wonder why I get so mm-hmm. fucking shitty about like when I start criticizing or discussing music. I'm like, no, like, you just like all oh, fucking music because all music is beautiful. <laughs> it's not that. It's like, dude, I get that. <laughs> I love art. your voice when you're talking I shit. Fucking art, it's subjective. I get that, mm-hmm. but you can have an opinion on objectively shittily structured sounds. Like, 
For and sure. Then you it's can... called hay. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? How much less effort do you put into a song? You it's didn't hear it? He hay. goes, hey. And then he sings and he goes, hey. Harry Carey did the same hit. thing. Yeah. It's a fucking hit right there. Put that shit on Disney Radio tonight. Disney Radio. Okay. This was the music unreleased. Like, yeah, because it's all shit. It fucking took 20 seconds to make each song. No. Okay. So there's a lyric and it's like, he says, you're stuck in a make-believe world and I can see it. This song came out to kids that were, you know, 10. He's snapping out of the matrix. I know. Because that's what he's saying. Under the guise of fucking Disney (sighs) pop, dude. And he literally said, like, you know, um, now that you're gone, like, I'm doing better i don't i don't know Damn, what the fuck so it was fucking he killed her he's sneaking it in. Damn, no. dude, he's putting on disney radio you heard it here first folks hiding this in plain mitch sight. guy is a murderer hiding in plain sight dude i just watched i'm this. fine here alone now without you dude. and then he goes hey i'm screaming at you hey don't care enough to write you a letter now that i'm doing better alone no nah, but i'll write a song for you <laughs> and i'll scream right. at you i guess like when sarah Barry <laughs> ellis said I'm not gonna write you a love so. song. You did. She, you did. <laughs> you wrote you him for her a love song. Okay. <laughs> and guess what? It frankly wasn't that great. So no. I, what? Oh my gosh! I'm not gonna write you a love song. You don't like that fucking song? No, it's it's pretty all right. Okay. No, no I, so, I love her. Right. She's one of my she's, favorite artists. Really? No, no. She she's has fine. this album called Little Songs. I think it's so little voice. No, no. She's she's definitely fine. Uh, yeah, like a fine person and a fine musician. Not like I'm saying she's fine. If you think she's, I mean, she's pretty too. I'll put it out there. I think she's pretty. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't. I was not commenting on her physical features. (laughs) The way you said that, though, I don't matter. She's fine. She's fine. fine. She's fine. She's doing fine. This is fine. Level of music quality. Right. Um. To answer your question, (laughs) I see you eyeing me over there. The song that I would play if my kids were to leave the nest would probably be the 1812 Overture by Tchaikovsky. No. The hell is that? You got a whip. You got a whip. Is that it? No. That's gotta be like a. Uh, no, public domain by now, right? I want to play it now because you guys won't. Oh, dude, not one person listening is gonna know what you just said. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet a hundred dollars right now that what? everyone in this room will know this song when oh, yeah. I play it. Everyone play dumb. Hey, also, if you everyone send, play um, dumb. If you send uh, two thousand dollars to our Patreon, I will put Chris on the bottom of my foot like. Uh, Woody Andy? from Toy Story on yeah. Andy. Oh, what? Yeah, if you send us that, I will do that. I don't know if well, I like tattoo Chris on the bottom of your foot. Yeah. Ooh, like how Buzz Lightyear had Andy. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get a tattoo on the bottom of your foot, dog. It's gonna hurt like the like, big that like big letters hurt, Chris dog. on the bottom. Okay. Two thousand bucks. First of all, no, I don't. I don't like this. That's not like Chris a do horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fuck you up, dog. I don't <laughs> know what I'm doing. That'll. That's more letters. That'll hurt even worse. Tyrell gets to do it. That'd be. I don't like this. We ready? Two K. Okay, I guarantee a hundred dollars that you guys will know this piece. Or have heard it before in your lives. You ready? Okay, cool. You should turn it up. I think I watched a porn with this soundtrack one time. Why? You should turn it up. It hits. It's a mood spot. killer, bro. This song, this piece always makes me cry. They won't be able to hear it. Oh, well, it makes me cry, so I want to appreciate it. Look at this fool. Those are live cannons, by the way, guys. It's actually written in the sheet music. Those are live cannons. 
Like that ACDC song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, exactly like that one. I'm trying to guess the time signature. It's 3-4. It's 3-4. I was going to say 9 twelfths. It's not three four. <laughs> there, there was a part of it just now that was three fourths. He I've heard this a hundred billion times. There is definitely no three four signature in this. Two hours later. Whack. This is what I said. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, you're good now. It's good now. So it has been um, Here, stop it. widely argued hmm? that um, oh, sorry. if Beethoven, Mozart, Tchaikovsky um, would have had access to electrical instruments um, in the time that they wrote they their music, no, that they, yeah, no, <laughs> that they would have written metal. Uh, metal is the closest time signature styles of music. The different genres of metal are the closest mm-hmm. thing in time signature to orchestrated music uh, ever written. Uh, and there was this dude that I worked with who said the only reason he listens to metal is because it's the closest thing to fucking classical music. And I fucking hate that guy. And I hate classical music because of that guy. Dang. So you fuck that dude. Music. Fuck classical. Metal, metal's better. They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Classical is absolutely fine. But there was a dude who told me that and I thought he was a piece of shit. Wow. The classically trained violinist in the room is now crying tears. <laughs> no, it's, so it's of regret of getting involved. No, it is crazy that my favorite, like the genre of music that speaks most to me was Mm -hmm. heavily inspired in time signature and structure like to classical orchestra, which I would love to, I would have loved to see Mozart write with the technology that we have today or Beethoven or in his time period was actually considered a rock star. He was considered the rock star of composers. And it's really funny when you think of it that way. Like he's the guy that you think, Oh, like rock star. Mm -hmm. Dude. And he was on top of like his edgy music and of the fact that he was doing cocaine off strippers asses. Like that's total rock star shit right there. Hell yeah. (laughs) Just with the wig on. Yeah. Just he had to make sure it wasn't the actual powder from his wig that mm-hmm. he was snorting. Mm-hmm. He had to make well, sure whenever was... old people tell you that like music today is not like fucking blah blah blah, oh, I hate that shit. They are full of shit, mm-hmm. dude. We have been recreating and rebuilding the same things as we progressed in technology forever. Like it's all, all music, like we only have so many tones and sounds that we can hear and create. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we recycle things all the time. But like music is objectively just beautiful. So like. Regardless of what it is that like your ears hear and what like stirs your soul, mm-hmm. like your that sound, whatever sound it is, pop, punk, folk, indie, metal, like it doesn't matter. Like all of those are connected to the other genres of music in some throughout way. the world in some way. And like, I, I really hate it when older generations try to use newer music as a way to segregate the ages like oh metalheads are obviously delinquents and stuff and i'm like when you were listening to elvis presley back in the day that was considered a yeah, delinquent you were, yeah that's uh the people at my work when i was allowed to use my uh speaker i listened to like the doors and ccr and stuff like that and i'd have people walk by and like what do you know about this band like dog i bet you i know more about them than yeah, you do much as i possibly could know about yeah. them because i didn't see them when yeah. they played live in 68 when you were fucking a teenager yeah. just because you saw know. them live mm-hmm. doesn't mean i can't know them and like them like mm-hmm. 
I can like any era of music. I'm allowed to do that. What it's any good music? Any person who truly appreciates whatever they're into, whether it's gaming, music, um, you know, uh, history, whatever you're into. If you're into music, a true like devout person of like who just loves me of course they've probably heard of it they may not even like it mm -hmm. but of course i've listened to the doors and zeppelin i love metal so like deep purple and fucking you know i know all about kiss and acdc mm -hmm. and every hair metal band that's ever existed mm -hmm. and heavy metal like i do not like metallica i don't I'm not even in the camp that says their first four albums are good. I think those are shit albums too. Damn I think hot take. Metallica is not an objectively good heavy metal band. In my personal interest in music. Right. That doesn't change that I've listened to all their music. I appreciate the incredibly insane impact mm -hmm. they had the significance. on metal as a genre. Mm -hmm. Moving to the 90s, people were fucking done with metal. Hair metal almost killed the genre of music wholeheartedly people yeah. were moving past it they wanted nothing with it thanks they, d snyder yeah i mean we still struggle to put metal in the main there was a time where metal was just selling huge <laughs> stadiums it was bigger than pop he's from twisted sister if I anybody know who, yeah hasn't. d snyder from twisted uh, d, sister. I know d snyder deserves went, more credit than he got man oh he, he absolutely does the amount of work that band put in to get only one platinum album those guys they, they fucking fought <laughs> they fought and fought and fought to get recognition and wouldn't they refused to give them the recognition they deserved based on where they were and the mm -hmm. style of music and their look. And anyways, that's a whole nother conversation. Snyder's a trooper and we support God, you. You God support right. your fight for the cause. Yeah. Truly Long great musician and a, yeah. and a true like hero to metal mm -hmm. period. His advocation for our style of music. He's got the, uh, at least, I mean, our local house of Harry, house does. of Harry mm -hmm. does that shit. I love that. But that genre was oversaturated with the whole, Drug, sex, and rock and roll yep. took a whole nother level when it went to hair metal. And the hair metal was a very um, commercial. Absolutely. It's when labels tried to commercialize metal. And when you put a bunch of young kids who believe in metal and give them all the money and power they could possibly like hope for. You get Motley Crue. It turns into Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah. So all these bands were trying to live that way, right? That killed the genre. Mm -hmm. People didn't want it. They wanted to get away from it they thought it wasn't about music anymore it was about a look it was about a style it was not about music anymore and that's when the grunge era started but before grunge you had metallica and metallica was a real fucking band what is this episode <laughs> Dude, no, this, I mean, is, this is no, called no, quarantine no, 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 madness just, metallica like... was a real heavy metal band it mm -hmm. came back to the roots of what started yeah dude it came back to the ideals of like uh you know iron maiden and you know early dio and black sabbath and you know people that's like that dirty grungy mean sound of heavy metal and in two parts it was great because it saved metal mm -hmm. and at the same time it turned it opened up it put this cage in place mm -hmm. that any band that wasn't that wasn't like fucking uh metallica or slayer or death napalm death or mm -hmm. you know these bands that came out in the early like 80s and 90s that were like they were metal like if they're not that it's not metal if you don't play this style exactly as it was played then 
your metal is less than or not good enough. We have kids that are 12 years old that would fucking put Van Halen to fucking shame. Oh, yeah. They can play. They shred. So, like, it used to be a thing of... Uh, God, I love Greta Van Fleet. Dude, it used to be a, a, a test of skill, a nice. test of... To be able to play Eruption. Push the guitar, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have kids in their early teens who just fucking annihilate any concept of like and that's like normal now like yeah. kids learn how to play guitar so early guitar is so openly accepted you have so many kids who can shred my two guitarists in my band are incredibly accomplished mm-hmm. guitar players and aren't even near as good as some guitar players mm-hmm. and they are fantastically proficient at guitar it's not about that anymore like we have surpassed old heavy metal by a fucking long shot easily even some of the like most unknown underground bands can fucking shred harder than some of those bands but like shout out to wrist meat razor boom what up um but metal as a whole has evolved into something so much more theatric something more cinematic there i mean between like the new push of gent with mashuga and periphery and Mm -hmm. uh all these other bands and tesseract and metalcore even and like this whole push of like this very melodic open-ended like we can do so much with like symphonics and shredding and also have these incredible soft vocalists Mm -hmm. mixed with these hard brutal vocals like metal's in a better place i think than it's ever been in its entire history Mm -hmm. and people need to get the fuck off their high horses and realize that there is so much great art and potential and talent. Like you live in an era where dance Gavin dance is like a mediocre band in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And that vocalist Tillian dude, mm-hmm. like we, those, the, the congratulations to coming to the right side of the, that, uh, the battle. As a oh, lately. dude, as soon as he fucking called out trapped, I was like, man, you're my dude. now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like the, uh, fuck trap. The gatekeepers live in an era where, like, in all the love to Queen and all the love to Freddie Mercury, the man was a brilliant vocalist Mm. and fantastically talented. But, like, dude, we got 10 Freddies now. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't live in an era where there's, like, a -a once-in-a-lifetime vocalist. We have 10, 20 vocalists who are shattering expectations all day, every day. And there were 10 Freddies back then, too. They just weren't able to be heard. Well, yeah. Ted, well, if we're going to talk about yeah. Freddie Mercury for a second, you have to think besides the main the main hits of, you know, his stuff, he composed everything. It wasn't just he wrote it, he composed like and he, underplayed it. Yeah, the album um like Day at the Races and then, you know, Night at the Opera. He did all of that himself. So, and I did hear that his vibrato has never been able to be replicated because it is so quick and intense that it defies like the normal muscle structure that people who do use vibrato he swore up and down down that it was because of the way his teeth were yeah which that does, gave him his which voice is why he never and corrected he refused it. to yep. correct it which mm-hmm. is very cool it's I mean, one of my biggest right? fears of losing my teeth because i don't want my voice to change because of it yes but <laughs> 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 like yeah yeah no that's that's uh that was like as soon as the first time i heard that he was scared that if his teeth change like if he changed his teeth that it would change his voice that made me afraid which for better or worse it's like uh in this day and age your voice is only as good as how unique it is yeah um it's not about quality more like tons of great singers it's never gonna be like great you're not mariah carey it's not gonna happen my all-time favorite music that i will listen all like listen all the time every day 
without fault Celine Dion Celine Dion I grew up listening to ballad singers that was the only music my mom would let me listen to was Whitney Houston and Celine Dion I've seen Celine Dion twice and I cried I absolutely (laughs) cried so yes considering that you know she's one of the queens of ballads Mm -hmm. you know ballad music and everything Considering how much she projects and has consistently been able to project her voice for the past, you know, thirty years oh, or yeah. so. Yeah. No, I well she started getting she started singing and being famous when she was like in her her, her, her mid teens or whatever. Yeah. And then she signed on with her husband when she was nineteen and then, you know, she's fifty now. She just turned fifty. She's still touring around still the world. Slaying. She still just slaying. finished her Vegas, you know, residency. But to go back to it's about you know how great your voice sounds versus like the actual technique that it takes to develop and she's a true professional she is very but amazing in 2020 in the era of american idol and mm-hmm. tiktok and youtube um we live in a world where every single truly talented person has an outlet so the amount that people um, are awed, shocked, and awed by oh, a truly oh, natural <laughs> gift mm-hmm. has deteriorated quite a bit. Yes. Um. And thank you. <laughs> though it's like uh, it, with the right marketing and the right uh, amount of uh, will, like with some mm-hmm. talent, you can make yourself fairly successful in music. Um, people are uh, <laughs> severely starved okay, for. Chris. <laughs> people are severely starved for like. Um, it's it, it's very glaring that we don't have the um the depth artists that mm-hmm. we used to have um and it's it's i think that there's a i think people are starved for depth cuz mm-hmm. like we get talent all the time mm-hmm. we get talent all the time well, cuz it's all whatever exposed smart to. people make good beats smart uh, really naturally talented vocalists who sing really well but we don't get what we don't get is music that hits a chord on society that hits a chord on um i don't know uh, when i was you know 14 and angry i had the used and ugly Mm. organ by cursive and i had (laughs) jimmy world and i had Mm -hmm. taking back sunday and i had sky eats airplane yeah i mean i had these bands that just like all these bands were speaking directly Mm -hmm. to me and everyone who was my to remember yeah, that I was mean, my. That was my. Like you can and, and like I'm one of those people me? that was like I just. Said, suck it sucks. Oh, I thought you said data remember sucks. No, like, data remember. I was just flex. old enough that I was like an adult as they took off, oh, and man. they were. And you can talk all the shit you want. The the hardcore pop punkists or the hardcore kids who think that data remember is just a. Uh, just a uh, pop culture thing. Mm-hmm. That band did things mm-hmm. that no other band did. Mm-hmm. They were the they were the first to bring it up. I'm sure there's other bands who were trying to do it, but mm-hmm. they were the first ones to succeed mm-hmm. at bringing two genres that w- worked in tandem all through the early 2000s, mm-hmm. but did not like just hit kept converge. hitting like a glass ceiling. Yeah, because you would have kind. these bands. Like I yeah. mean, we everyone was listening to a mixture of emo, pop punk, metal, mm-hmm. metalcore. Like you were listening to it all. We didn't yeah. have like we were. It was so muddy at the time, and they brought it together in a way that was really impactful. Mm-hmm. And the shit they were saying in the time, whether it was true to them or not, spoke to an entire generation of kids mm-hmm. and like blew them up. 
Yeah, they were that oh. band that when. Oh, cool! <laughs> Thanks, Google. It's useful. They so. were that band that I snuck, you know, discs of, you know, behind my parents' back and stuff because I wasn't mm, supposed to. Look at you, you rebel! And I've seen them five times. Jerry McKinnon. I do love you, Jeremy. Just remember that you blew me a kiss. Because he's listening. I know. Jeremy he blew me a kiss at one of the shows. Listener. He won't remember this, but I certainly do. He is my husband. Has been my husband for the past 10 years, 15 years. Well, tell your husband to come on the fucking show. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He's but busy. They, he's got a life. Ask. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a big tour plan with this yeah, coronavirus sure going so on. Busy hanging he doesn't out have marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he doesn't have a Dude, lot of Dude, don't hit a marshmallow because he's no, very good live. I, I, I saw him in Vegas. He's very good. But they're in with EDM and even like uh, the bands that came in the pop punk genre, not pop punk, it's more, I don't know what genre, like Mayday Parade in those bands. Yeah, I would see um, like, or, um, oh, what's that one band? Are they considered technically pop punk in that genre? I would have I to know, ask Or Carly. Plain White Tees. Yeah, and, Plain White Tees, um, Mayday Parade. Um, All uh, Time Low. Yep, Great Escape. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Bands like that. The Main. Um, like that, yeah. And I, I struggle with on, the... Mm-hmm. Was I just getting older and needed music with more depth or like, was it just like that my, like my era of music was just not like we were losing our, our honesty and turning into more like mm-hmm. what sells and less of what is like speaking to young, angry kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never, I don't know the answer to that. And I'm not trying, I would, you know, I try really hard not to like, let my personal music preferences judge whether I think music is good or not. Mm-hmm. But like bands like that, like I came into a spot where I was just like, it's just not the same anymore. I think it also depends on where you're at in your life too, because like, I absolutely agree with you. I try to think back. I was like, when was the last time I felt emotional listening to a new band or something? And they just lit my soul on fire. When was the last time? But then I think, in comparison to when I was younger and I was listening to all these great bands. Was it just that it was the MySpace era? Was it just that like there was a lot of things happening mm-hmm. that made it feel that way? Or, or was, was it the music itself? Or no, I'm saying like what was going on in my life at yeah. the time that like these, you know, these bands and the music that they were writing, the desperation in their lyrics actually was something that I could like connect to and, yeah. you know, recognize. And then, you know, is it that why I feel like there isn't any originality now? Or is it just because I'm a different person and the kind of states of the state of mind I am isn't at all like it was, you know, it's when I'm I'd like to say that it's probably a combination of all the things. Mm-hmm. I know we're all very susceptible, especially in that time frame that where was it mm-hmm. like from teenage to especially high school era, so high school era. Confusing time for everybody, and that's where I think a lot of the where you find your favorite bands in that time frame of your whole life. Those will be your favorite bands, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's like for me, I would agree. I think a lot of it has to do with the. Uh, did you just scratch your chin with the mic? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like measuring Alexis on fire against every band I listen to now is hard mm-hmm. because Lux on fire throws water at her. <laughs> <laughs> I need wow. my inhaler. We got to shut this down. Oh my God. No, dude, I, no, we're about to hear soon though. Cool. But um, yeah, that's like, that's one of those things. It's like at the time, like this is a band that 44 caliber love letter, like they had one liners all over Facebook. Like they were like, it's like you were famous, but not famous. Like all of the bands, 
that I listened to at the time, mm -hmm. me being in the middle of it, like these were like worldwide, the big, like Taking Back Sunday was a fucking thing. Mm -hmm. You walk out of that bubble, nobody fucking go ask 20 people on the fucking street who the fuck they are. They're gonna be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But like for me in the moment, I was like, no, these dudes are like, they're on fuse. They're fucking everywhere. They're fucking huge. Mm -hmm. And then I walked out. I was like, oh shit, nobody. I mean, even now TikTok, I mean, they're like, you're, if you're only real emos will know these songs and it's not a single song <laughs> pre 2010. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it's just a bunch of fucking bands that came way after. And I'm sitting here feeling like, am I just a fucking boomer now? Like, no, like, no, that shit ain't mm -hmm. like, where the fuck are the band, the bands who started this? And like, it's that's why I'm like most I of the time I don't even know what it is I'm like I don't know these it's bands just let's pause hold on pause time. go pause go take your inhaler I don't have it but how did they how did these how did these younger kids not hear it like I still listen to 90s music as I got into the counterculture right like I knew like I, I listened to no effects I listened to anti-flag I listened to like all these other bands that were yo no effects not that good no they're not great but no. you listen to them because that was like that was like our like if you were in the scene you were listening to all the new bands all of our new bands bleeding through and atray you and as late dying and as the metal scene was growing you still listen to older bands like because mm, the yeah. older scene was like telling you about these bands and these bands were the ones that were building up these bands so yeah. like you know jimmy world's been around since the early 90s like it's like baffles me to find out that because I, I, if I remember correctly, Knocked Loose is like a big fan of Slipknot and they're like a super big important entity to that band. And it's funny to me to like hear young kids who are like, dude, Knocked Loose is a shit. And then they're uh, like, uh, but who the fuck is Slipknot? It's like, dog, Slipknot helped make that fucking band for you, man. Yeah, you got to do your due diligence and look back. So find I watch where everything came from. TikTok and I see kids we know. <laughs> fully seened out, fully seened out, just like every traditional scene kid mm -hmm. I grew up with. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're sitting there fucking talking about fucking the oldest band they listen to is Bring Me the Fucking Horizon. Whack. And like, they're and showing. And it's not up, even old Bring Me, no, like Suicide Season. Like, yeah. yeah. And they're showing these bands. And I'm I don't like, know a single song by them. You are I have seen them accidentally the claim three times. Are you. <laughs> that, okay, no, time out, Tyrell. You don't I'm pausing that rant. Oh, a band three exactly, times. Exactly, dude. Three times? That's a pattern, girl. I like <laughs> yeah, I guess I saw. Fool me once, shame on you. me. Fool me twice. We can't get fooled again. But no. in her case, you can. That's a direct George W. Bush quote. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen Bring Me the Horizon three times on accident. And speaking of which, I've also seen Machine Gun Kelly, Kelly. twice on accident. But okay, in so, his defense, he puts on a fucking awesome show. All right. Here's I'm my problem. He here's my he's issue great. with Machine he's, Gun he's Kelly. He's part of us, dog. He's his, a fucking... I'll make he's, it quick. No, here's my kid. issue with Machine Gun Kelly. His persona, which I fucking love. Yeah. I like it. I like this fucking dirty Cleveland white boy thing. I'm about it. With the mullet, I'm obviously. I'm not a fan of his pants style. I'm his a, pants I'm a, I'm a Midwestern white boy, too. So, like, I feel I him on that. <laughs> but, like, that, all that persona falls the fuck away when you listen to any of his actually produced albums, which is just a bunch of one level of, away from just being straight solo emo act. Well, you know he's working on a pop punk album right now. Oh Travis no, yeah, Parker. yeah, yeah. Which he should have probably been doing from the in the first place because yeah. it's great. But like his his whole bark 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 attitude, and then the music he wrote. Like he had that one single 
where he's like walking in an alley, like shirtless, and mm-hmm. it's like him oh, you mean every one of his music yeah. videos? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's his first major single. Yeah, he's like walking down a street shirtless, and he's just spitting, and it was nasty. And I was like, that dude's cool. That dude's fucking <laughs> that's cool. all it takes. What's his name? Machine Gun Kelly. That dude's badass. I like that dude. Yeah. And then I went and listened to all of his other music, and it's like super soft, fucking shit, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But that's not the persona he puts on. Right. I was I was hearing stories. He got kicked out of half the venues in fucking North America. I was like, this dude's fucking wild, man. Mm-hmm. And I went and listened to his music. Like, how the fuck's he getting kicked out of venues when he's singing fucking Hawthorne Heights songs? Fuck you, dude. He's what the fuck? <laughs> secretly a sad boy. In yeah, red, I was like, I was like, this plaid. is fucking weird, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like you're like beat down hardcore, but you're playing fucking uh, <laughs> you're playing fucking uh, Motion City soundtrack. It's no, well, guys, yeah. Nick we can go on it, he's for hours. To... No, it's not that. Yeah. You have to pee? Shut again? it down. No, no, no. I'm getting a runny nose and it's starting to scare me. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Think, corona. You think, you think Corona's one of the side effects <laughs> of your defense, nose? you did go outside for a hot I mean, if you're a runny nose, you've been incubating for like a week, so we're fucked regardless. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You'll be all right. If any, I don't know what you'd be worried about because if you got it, you got it. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I you just, just gave it to my if, kid. You're going to kill my daughter, so that's okay. Nah, just you got to live with that for the rest of your life. Oh, damn, son. Yeah. Welcome to therapy. Dog. I'm just, I'm worried that, I'm worried that <laughs> eventually. <sessions> on us. <laughs> well, because Corona has mutated already, and I'm worried oh, it's no. going to pass on we to We are my... the future, Charles, not <laughs> them. No, it's mutating to animals now. That's my what? thing. Because the, there was dog? a dog in China that, that, that died. It. Listen, yeah, I don't give originally. a shit if any of you get it, but if my cat gets it, I'm coming if for you. If my bunny life. dies, corona, I'll be very, corona, very I saw mad. the original strains of Corona is, so is an animal He is disease. a beast. Yeah. jumped yeah. to humans. COVID-19 is the strain that jumped to humans, but coronavirus is a animal. What are you doing with your hand on the thing? Thank you guys for Whatever coming I want, here, bro. though. Like, all of us collectively. Um, mm-hmm. We did something, I think. We'll figure. It. <laughs> Whatever it is, that quarantine. We did, we'll figure it out. Quarantine. Quarantine. The best about of us all. History of fucking music. Quentin Quarantino, director of Kill Bill. Or Stop. <laughs> Open your mind to music, even if you hate it. I try and, to every day. And uh, different um, activities when it comes to your sex life. Yes. We discussed this earlier. You can find us. Open your fucking oh, mind, up. dude. <laughs> Open your mind to different kinds of and sex. And your butt. Open yeah. your butt. You can find us on our Facebook and Instagram pages, Toon Junkies Podcast, and our mm-hmm. Twitter is Toon Junkies Pod. My personal Instagram is pulp.niction, and my personal Twitter is make Dameron sure. Chris, what have you been listening to? So, I don't know what has been happening. I've been listening my- to The weekend before you say it. <laughs> Did you just fucking ask me to say something and then you interrupted me? Because I didn't want you to say it first. I wasn't going to say that. It doesn't matter. You're the only person listening to the fucking weekend. Oh my God, Nick. Oh, now, Chris, I need you to back me up for a second. Mm -hmm. Don't back him up. No, I'm not because you interrupted me. Fucking rude ass. Let me bad, you feel bad about listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I don't actually think For that. some odd reason, I have been traveled back on top of the Gothica Fenica Volume 1, uh, Vil Val's new EP. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've been just shit out of that. But for some reason, I got taken back to 2008 when I was super into, hi- into hip-hop. And I was been listening to a lot of Kanye West, Jeezy, some Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. and some Bun B. That's a good era, though. It fucking it, dude. I'm telling, dude. Look. I've been listening to a lot of um, uh, Nordic, like Nordic music. So what's like what? What's that? How did Lil Wayne pull Nordic into your brain? Well, just you said like recently. I've been dabbling and going back into like yeah, 
that genre of music and it just clicked in my the head. hop? Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Viking metal lately. Nice. Hell yeah. I love, 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 love Viking metal. It's Such my favorite as? thing. Brothers of Metal. Sabaton? Of course, that Amana Mars? And there's one that I can't pronounce because... It's actually Vikings. Yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly. It starts what you're with an about. E, but it's a very, very good band. Um, so Viking metal. Do we do this? Is this a thing? You can yeah. talk into the mic, and I just cut it out. Oh, okay. So do you guys list your Instagrams? Because I've never. No, done only no, Nick only Nick does, does that because he needs nobody does else it. does it. No, because he needs the validation. That's why he does it. No, because if you guys weren't cared about enough about you can find me at at nautilus and <laughs> <laughs> if you did that it would make me feel better no i was like I was saying if you're you the d- only one that started you doing do that. it i'll support you i would list yours that. absolutely if you wanted me to mm-hmm. but i don't i don't need that attention neither do i i don't get it <laughs> oh god <laughs> why do you keep doing it oh god feels, feels right it just like it makes feel me happy. It feels weird if you didn't do it now. This is why I do it because I like social, making no, it. No, well, for one, social media is the thing. Yeah. yeah. So absolutely encourage your. Hey, Instagram. Lex, what's your Instagram? My Instagram is, and I had to pull it up because I'm very bad at remembering. Because it doesn't matter. You know what? Just saying, it doesn't. Well, Nick, my Instagram <laughs> is something is fishy one. It's you. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what my thing is, I think. Great. Cool. Or it's love like, it's either <laughs> it something great. is fishy one or love like Lex. <laughs> so that, similar. But that's <laughs> definitely a band name somewhere. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Mm. They opened for Metro Station not too long ago, oh I actually God. heard. Jesus Christ. So if you want to follow Nick or myself on Instagram. Oh, I would have done like no Lex zone. What? That's what I would call it. My Snapchat. No, no my Snapchat oh. is. Wow. Now you're about to get a bunch of unsolicited pictures. My, my Instagram is. Please don't no, do no, that. No, cut that out. Cut that. I don't want anybody <laughs> adding me on Snapchat. I'm okay with Instagram. Just don't bleep Snapchat. it out. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. Icky. I don't want that. No, no. Well, my Instagram is uh, Mr. Kahlo. What? So, Mr. Kahlo. <laughs> like Frida Kahlo, the artist. Wow. I was thinking Caillou, like that kid. That little Why? bastard. Little cancer patient? Why? <laughs> he doesn't have cancer. He's just a bitch. Anyways, <laughs> the music that I've been listening to. <laughs> God damn it. He doesn't have cancer. He's just a bitch. <laughs> Hot takes, dude. Quarantine is getting the best of us, man. We're all fucking. I normally don't condone using that word, but that was just so eloquently put. <sighs> Uh, so. Something Nick is often known for: eloquent sentences. Oh God, damn it. Chris. <laughs> In an effort to uh, calm myself, I've been on a synthwave trip again. Nice. Uh, to kind of like bring down my mood. So, uh, Yu Utsu is one of the artists I've been listening Ooh. to. What you call me? Yu Utsu. <laughs> oh, okay. No, Wait, you said something way Yu different. <laughs> Utsu. Is it a Korean? U-T-S-U? Is it K-pop? Utsu. J-pop. Why you? It's synthwave. U two. Yeah. U U two. No, I don't. You don't pronounce it's U two. U two. Oh, U two. Yeah. There we go. Don't Uh, don't you watch anime? Yeah, I do. I know. It doesn't make me pronounce anything better. It's Y U dash U T S U. Oh. It's weird. Yeah. So so I don't know. It's not like yeah. Mallow. Um. FM eighty four. Voyage. Nice. 
Uh, Time Cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously. Oh. Uh, Quixotic is really good. Gunship, always. Gunship, I always come yeah. back to Gunship. And uh, Miami Nights, 1984. Really good. Um, yeah, I keep wanting to move into like... Uh, the like other subgenres of like that uh like retro wave and um what's this like the like weird jazz synth stuff oh you're talking like synth wave like that whole weird uh not so much like synth wave in itself but there was like, like a whole moving into like lo-fi mo- stuff and yeah. everything i yeah and i have a hard time like i just like it doesn't have the same uh tempo like the mm-hmm. same drive that like that stuff doesn't make me want to do a bunch of cocaine yeah yeah like i need like I need that like retro feel, but with like that fucking upbeat. Like I mm-hmm. need that. Pu- I need like that drive. Yep. And What's it's that? like when you, because you're in the like most of the time I'm in the car when I'm like doing Absolutely. long trips for work. Best. So I'm the just like best. driving, and I just want to do like 85 on the highway Absolutely. and leave the fucking state and mm-hmm. just be gone. What's that song that starts like? That's the fucking. That's from That's from Beverly Hills Cop. That's what I think when I hear synthesizers. That for that song right there every time. Well. I'm listening to Surfer Blood. All right. Uh, Is that in relation to Moose Blood? No. Who's Wendy? What? Oh fuck! Who's Wendy? The Wendy. His oh, paranormal shit. Wendy story. You don't story. know about the okay, Wendy story. Real quick, I guess. Okay. So, how impa- wait, how imperative is it that we not, need to get going now? Because you can't breathe. It I hear does you. not matter at all. This story, you could just go back and <clears> listen to it. But I think it would be cool to watch you hear it. Okay. Again. I can always just cut all this out. Okay. Okay. So, do you remember those old Wendy's commercials? No, because I didn't grow up watching TV. Oh. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first off, I've been listening to (laughs) Trophy Eyes, Surfer Blood, um, Menzingers, uh, Baby Metal, stuff like that. Nice. Okay, so... How is this connected to it's Wendy's? Not, it's not. It's, it's, <laughs> not. it's not. I don't know. <laughs> you opened up a can of worms, dog. You should have waited. And okay, when I was about like say eight, nine, mm-hmm. there's Wendy's in uh, Warsaw where I live, and we went there one time with my family. Real quick, listeners, hold on to your butts. It's about <laughs> to get spooky. Hey, hit that music. Ooh, you want me to put the creep? Oh I yeah, got you. I got you. <laughs> okay, so Dave Thomas. Founder of Wendy's. By the time the story happens, he had been dead for a few years. And uh, so I'm at Wendy's with my family, eating, got my little toy, whatever. Mm-hmm. I go to the bathroom to go pee, and out the stall walks this old man that keeps talking to me, like weirdly talking to me. Mm-hmm. Talking all this like nonsense, really. Mm-hmm. Like trying to give me advice. And I'm like in a hurry to get away from him. I quickly washed my hands and I went to the paper towel dispenser, just like pulled him, pulled him, pulled him, hurry up, dried my hands. He goes, Hey, don't rush life. I said, Okay. <laughs> I left. I go around the corner and I look and I see this plaque that has. He leaves the bathroom. I leave the bathroom. I go around the corner. I see this plaque. It's like, When I founded Wendy's, I, my goal was to make fresh, never frozen burgers or whatever and stuff like that. And on the plaque was that guy's image, Dave Thomas. And I ran back in the bathroom, and he wasn't there. 
So I met the ghost of the founder of Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. This fucked me up, though. (laughs) I will never forget that this happened. He never went back to Wendy's. No, that never stopped him. That didn't stop shit. I have to drive through now. (laughs) (laughs) Is it uh, disappointing that that story did not surprise me in the least. I literally knew that's what you were going to say. Then why did you ask? I didn't, <laughs> no, like, I don't know the Wendy's story. I met the ghost. <laughs> as soon as you said this guy and I was in the bathroom, I was like, oh, he's going to see the dude and I the dude's did. not going to be there. I did. I'll never literally forget. literally knew it. That dude well, anyways, uh, we're going to close out. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nick. I Way to kill you. No, it's okay, Lex. <laughs> I enjoy your company. I'm going to cut oh, out everything you. she just said. No, it's okay. It's, let, no? Let, let them know that I suck. <laughs> let them know that she was disappointed in my really Not, traumatic story. Uh, a couple story. months ago, uh, we had uh, Nashville's own Bazooka Tooth on show. and the, They were a great three-piece, and uh, they recently uh, released a new song called uh, Salt of the Earth, and we're going to close out with that. So, uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Wash your hands. Kiss your homies. Your reduce your fractions. Yes. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank again. you, Tyrell. Thanks for Tyrell's busy. walking Tyrell ten feet so outside here your door. With us right now, in spirit. Mm-hmm. This has been a Tune Junkies podcast. My name's Nick. My name's Chris. I'm Tyrell. Mm-hmm. Fucking bye. Do I sign out?